0: Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship with your host, Claudia Pauls.
1: Thank you for joining us once again for I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship. We uh, have a guest with us today, um, Rita O'Brien, who is working on her master's in social work at Western Michigan University. And welcome, Rita. Um, we're so glad you could take out take some time to join us today. I know uh, an internship is a pretty intense experience, and uh, DASIS is thrilled to have you with them, with us as an intern. Hopefully you've been enjoying your time here as well as uh, giving us some information and learning stuff.
2: Yes, it's been great, it's been awesome.
1: Very good. Um, We've been hearing lots and lots and lots in the news lately about human trafficking and we haven't really touched a lot on human trafficking with our podcast as of yet, but um, today we are gonna talk about human trafficking and maybe we can start with a definition as what is human trafficking? Well, human trafficking involves
2: the act of recruiting, transporting, transferring, harboring, or receiving
1: a person through
2: an use of force, fraud, or coercion, or in which the person induced to perform the act is under 18. This sex act can be exchanged for anything of value, including food, shelter, or money. Anyone can be a victim of human trafficking. Anyone can be a trafficker.
1: So, I mean, pretty much in most people's heads, you associate human trafficking with underage children, and also with sexual abuse, but are they're not always tied, or are they always tied together? No, they're not always tied together,
2: and I think that's what people get confused about, and so I think that that's where you have to define what force, fraud, and coercion is. It's not just underage people. Okay, so how, let's, let's
1: just define those. How would we talk about that?
2: Well, force is kidnapping, torture, battering, threats, sexual abuse, um, confinement, forced drug use, and use of restraints. Where fraud is false promises, withholding documents, lying about wages, lying about working conditions, preying on desperation, lying about a better life or blackmail. And then with coercion, threats of harm to victim or family, controlling of children, holding ID or documents, verbal or psychological abuse, intimidation, humiliation, creating
1: dependency, and establishing quotas. Wow. So. Uh, mm, I don't even know where to go from there. Uh, how Would people notice if something was going on? Especially if it, like you'd have immediate, that would be kidnapping. Or, or, And I don't know how you would help with that. But some of the other signs that maybe this could be preventable. It's not always obvious. Right, I wouldn't think so.
2: People if, get attracted to it, they don't even know it. And then when it happens, it's
1: almost too late to do anything about it. So... I mean, we hear about this nationally all the time, um, but how prevalent would you say this is right here in our area, in our county? Well, I can
2: give you the statistics. Um, 3% of victims are kidnapped. 35% are sold into trafficking by their own family.
1: How do you get, how do you get sold into trafficking? It's, uh, I'm kind of speechless about that. It's making my stomach hurt just even thinking about these teenagers, or even younger probably. Well, I think if you think of the
2: missing kids that people don't know about, like your kids in foster care, nobody knows they're missing because nobody knows. Like, I mean, they're kids that have been, I hate to say thrown away, but they've been thrown away. So a lot of the kids that you see on missing posters are from foster care or they're from families where there's issues going on and the people are struggling in the families to take care of themselves. So
1: they don't care about the one kid that's off missing somewhere. Wow. So wouldn't foster families, though, don't they have to account for the, the children in their care? I mean, obviously they have to account for the children.
2: If they're runaways, who cares? Wow. That's a sad thing. That
1: is a sad thing.
2: And 62% are tricked into trafficking by someone they know and trust, boyfriend or a BFF. Wow. And it's a, lot, a lot of it's done by social media. A lot of the social media apps that our children and teens have, that's how it's being done.
1: So if you were an interested party, a parent, a sibling, what would you look for? I mean, on, on a phone? I mean, I don't know. How do, you, how do you jump into this before it actually happens?
2: Well, the National Human Trafficking Hotline recorded recruitment on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Kick, MeetMe.com, WhatsApp, and dating sites apps like Tinder, Grinder, and Plenty of Fish. Sex traffickers look for posts from children and teens like, Nobody gets me, I'm so ugly, I'm being treated like a little kid. The traffickers pretend to be interested and send strategic messages. I understand you, Mm -hmm. and I'll make your life better. I'll encourage you to
1: take risks. You're an adult when they're not. Right. Wow, and kids fall for this. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so schools could maybe step in and do sort of a social media awareness I mean okay I'm, I admit I'm an older person but some of those apps you <laughs> listed you know I got Facebook and Instagram but a lot of those I mean and kids have technology in schools now I mean we give them technology to take home so it's got to be easier and easier for predators to find victims to prey upon
2: Yes, and the problem with social media, we can't put the burden of that on our schools because the schools have enough stress dealing with all the problems they already have. We have to put it on people in the community. So when you think of social media, 92% of teens put their real names out there. Um, Uh Another 84% say, hey, I'm playing soccer or I'm playing Whatever sport they put that out there, then they put their birth dates out there. They also put their relationship status online and videos of themselves, and that makes them prey to anybody who's looking to hunt someone
1: down and make them part right. of it. Right. They know where they are, what yeah. they look like, yeah. what their name is, and yeah. Well, I know your birthday's coming up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we tell them not to do that. Yeah. I, hmm. Well, you tell somebody not to do something; it only makes them want to do it more. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, maybe some, you, there must be an outreach to children, to parents, to churches. I don't know.
2: Well, what you can do, if you see something, say something. Trust your instincts. Um, the National Human Trafficking Hotline number is 1-888-373-7888. Um, help at humantraffickinghotline.org or... World Wide Web, hotline.org Educate yourself, friends, your family about sexual assault, domestic violence, and human trafficking because they can go hand in hand. And in Michigan, we have Kids Okay to Say, and it's uh, www.michigan.gov
1: backslash say. Now, I know, well, I work in a high school, mm-hmm. and I know we talk to kids about that. We have a little, uh, like, a actual lesson. This is what it is. This is how you do it. It can be anonymous. You can get help. You can help a friend. Um, again telling them go with your gut instinct if you think something's wrong report it right even if it ends up not being wrong report it because no one's going to get in trouble if nothing's wrong but maybe you can save someone there right and so if you're If you're seeing this, what are some warning signs of human trafficking that we might be able to prevent something?
2: So some of the warning signs of human trafficking is when they become withdrawn from family and their friends, like their behavior changes from, say, they're getting all A's and they drop to C's and Mm -hmm. D's. Um, They become angry when they can't get on the Internet. Like if you suddenly take their phone away or you keep them from the Internet or they slam it shut when you come in the room, that's a huge warning sign. If you find inappropriate material found on their devices, anything that's kind of weird and out of the ordinary should be a red flag. Um, When they quickly turn the monitor off or, like I said, close the laptop, um, that should be a huge red flag. And if they receive mail, money, or gifts from unknown people, that's another red flag. And unknown phone numbers on the phone bill with lots of different texts that aren't from people that you know. And most kids don't pay their
1: own phone bills, So, no. you know, I, I could find it look at the numbers. I, maybe I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. yeah so if I were I'm a parent of a teen, I would for sure look at something like that. Um, so, you know, I, teens aren't um, all that naive, so how do they fall for this stuff? Well, they fall for with a term we use
2: called grooming. So grooming is when you'll have an older boy, and I hate to pick on boys, it's mostly men that traffic, although women are just as guilty as trafficking young boys. But grooming is the most common tactic that an abuser uses and they'll start to get to know a girl emotionally and she'll do whatever she can to keep the relationship going the initial contact abusers are experts at recognizing vulnerabilities in young children and they use those vulnerabilities against them to connect manipulate and exploit the young person Um, Abusers look for victims who have low self-esteem, are isolated from friends and family, have a history of sexual abuse, they're homeless or in the foster care system, or they can come from a broken home, or those who have conflicts with their parents or guardians. Once the victim's vulnerabilities are identified, the abuser works to fill the role that is missing in the person's life, and most of the time, the victim will identify as sexually assaulted, domestic violence, or human trafficking, but not until much later, because they don't understand what all that is.
1: Right. And so with with human trafficking, are, if the child isn't actually kidnapped, I mean, do they, like, stay at home and they're still being taken advantage of? Or are they locked away in a room? Or how, what all happens? Well, I don't want to say anything about a
2: particular movie, but, you know, people think it's always Hollywood how it happens, yeah. and it's well, not. Well, and
1: that's what they read. You yeah, know, it's not. It can happen all.
2: in your own community. It can happen it can happen to the kid across the street and it could it could be happening if there's a lot of cars coming in and out it could be happening if the kid is taken to places and trafficked in a certain building in a certain part of town you know it can happen anywhere there is no no part of united states or any place else that's
1: excluded from it oh my goodness so what advice do you have for kids themselves
2: well i think for advice for another kid would be you know if you're seeing a kid at school who is having trouble and they're You know, going out with strange guys and they're getting lots of, you know, they got a brand new cell phone that they couldn't afford before and they're getting brand new clothing and tennis shoes and jewelry and makeup and they're getting their hair done and they're getting their nails done and all of a sudden, you know, they got pregnant and they're having an abortion. You know, that ought to be a red flag because, you know, if they've changed their behavior, somebody's forcing them to do this. If they're falling asleep in class. If, you know, they're not taking care of themselves like they used to because they're exhausted, those ought to be red flags for teachers and the school nurse and other classmates to say, hey, let's get our friends
1: some help. I wish we had school nurses. That's a whole other topic. But that's, you know, that would go a huge uh, way for helping people see things too. But um, do they ever get out of these situations?
2: I think that young people can get out if they get proper help, but many times the... um, if we
1: have someone listening to us right now who knows this is what's happening to them
2: if someone is listening and they know what's happening to them or they suspect it they can call the National Human Trafficking Hotline number and then calling that number will link them to the proper people in the area that are trained that can help them so yes they can get help a lot of times people are afraid to leave because the trafficker has threatened their lives threatened their family threatened to kill them you know they've done so many things to manipulate them that it's their fault that you know they owe them money
1: that there's no way out sometimes and that hotline number is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. 373 7888 that's correct so anyone listening if you uh, suspect human trafficking if you know you are involved or or in the middle of some bad things happening to you or to someone in your family or someone you know uh, teachers ministers really. Um, the community needs to, to get behind this and protect. I, I say kids, but uh, uh, older people can be trafficked as well, but pretty much it seems to be teenagers.
2: Yeah, 12 to, 12 to 18. And, and the thing I'd like to point out is sometimes young boys get caught up in this to be the trafficker. They don't always realize they're getting caught up into it. So I would also like young boys who have had people take pictures of them or they've been forced to take pictures of young girls, that they have a right to call that number, too, and they have a right to get help. I don't want to just say this happens to girls. It happens to boys and girls, and young boys have the right to get
1: help, too. Anybody has the right to get help. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Rita, thank you so much for your information today. I wish we didn't have this information, but hopefully um, people will get some help, some community members will get involved, and we'll try to put an end to this horrible situation. And that number once again is? 1-888-373-7888. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to I'm Not In an Abusive Relationship. If these stories resonate with you and you need help, please visit our website D-A-S-A-S-M-I dot org. That's DASISMI dot org. Or call our hotline at 800-828-2023. We are here to walk alongside you. Now, if you know someone who might benefit from our show, please share it. Social media, email, simply telling someone about it all help us spread the word and help us to combat domestic and sexual violence. We also welcome financial and volunteer support.